last week on Axes, Armor, and Amulets, the party has made some new friends and continues venturing further and higher into the Sword Mountains. What else awaits them in this desolate, icy tundra? Find out this week in episode 40, Orksicles. Welcome back, everyone, to Axes, Armor, and Amulets podcast. Uh, how is how is everyone feeling? It's been a you know two weeks since we've, we've recorded. We've had some folks doing some traveling, and uh, how how's there how's everything going? How's the traveling going? I'm still on vacation. I'm doing great. Fun We're in good. Nashville, and now I'm in New Hampshire. Awesome. I'd like to revisit the fact that uh, every episode that airs, my hair grows an inch or like an eighth of an inch longer. So my mullet's getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm 38 eighth of an inch inches so far. <laughs> every eighth of an inch counts, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do a little bit of a recap. You know, it's been a while since we've played. So let's... Uh... You know, recap a few things. So, uh, Og, Kalti, and Lothar are dead. And, yep. you know, as you were traveling after uh, climbing back down the cliff, you guys decided to take the long way. And in doing so, you came across a satyr barbarian named Torben and a halfling uh, crossbow master or expert named is this one cornelius shake yes okay cornelius who were out here to fight giants to kill giants which and kind a of dragon, went, I and a dragon and a dragon so knowing that you guys needed a little extra help and might be headed to fight the same dragon you guys have joined up helping them defeat some cyclops and continuing along the road without taking a short rest. Yep. I think that sounds about right. Yep. Well, let's start this, uh, this episode off with a few survival checks, shall we? Okay. Alrighty. Alrighty. I believe I have proficiency in survival. I do. I don't. Because, like... Well, Emma's going to look to Pansy, because she knows Pansy knows the thing. Oh, oh God. Oh, we're all dead. Team, we're good. I, I rolled a two plus six, so I got an eight. And nothing could go wrong. Fourteen. Okay. All right. So, fifteen. Um, you guys are, are staying on the, the the game trail that you've stumbled upon that's leaving... You know, what feels like up the mountain. And uh, let's see if... Oh, uh, hold on. Apparently I'm not ready. I left my dice tray in the kitchen. Got my dice again. You guys rolled some survival checks. Let me roll a couple encounter checks. Okay. All right. So you guys travel through the remainder of the day uh, feeling like you got somewhere until the 
the wee hours of the evening. That next morning, roll me, in, roll me some more survival checks. So, next morning, oh. we long rest? Yep, long rest. That's an 8 for me. And a 15 for me. We switched. Alright. Uh, so, you guys make it through another day. You do, as you're traveling, notice it's getting particularly chilly. Very cold. Very cold. Cutting glass? Basically. Okay. Uh, next night. It's the next morning. Roll me a couple more survival checks. Oh, man. We are. He's really pushing. We're pushing. Emma's pushing. Oh, there you go. 21. Shoot. Where does it where go? Freaking tabs. Plus. Being a 13. Uh, 19. Perfect. Okay. I drew roll two. On he said roll a couple. You you did in fact take that literally, but it, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys wake up that morning, uh Pansy, uh Cornelius and Torben, you guys are kinda of looking over a map, trying to, you know, make sure you're moving on the right direction. It is cold. It is frigid cold. So since Emma grew mostly kind of sort of grew up here, at least for the first half of her life, does she remember it ever being this cold? Or does this feel like unnaturally cold? Well, you know, it's kind of hard to tell because it's been so long. And weren't you lost in the desert? That's pretty cold. You... Does anyone have resistance to cold damage? No. I better check. Probably not. Nobody else does. Nope. Uh, no, I do not. No. Who is wearing heavy armor, if anyone? Uh, what? What? Let's see. Nope, that's medium armor. Does anyone have heavy clothes on? I have light armor... And nope. we're so unprepared. Um, I don't have clothes on. <laughs> okay, you don't even so have no, clothes. no, you guys have just common clothes and common armor, non-heavy. Excellent. Well, I don't think I'm wearing armor. <laughs> oh no, Cornelius is wearing traveler's clothes. That's usually what I do, but yeah. it's not on here. Yeah, but that's not heavy clothes, so... I have wool legs. Yeah, that that doesn't count. So... We need to find the tribe. This is how this works out. For every hour that you guys travel, you will take 1d2 points of cold damage. If you guys decide to stop and rest for either a short rest or a long rest, there needs to be survival checks... To build a sufficient tent oh. to not What's freeze to death. Tiny hut? So that works. Yes. So that will work. Yay. So Yay, tiny hut. You guys begin traveling. Let me get my online dice roller because you guys are going to travel for that many more hours. Okay. 
Wait, you don't need to tra roll for how many hours we're traveling? It, it's based on your guys' survival checks, which have been... Oh. The last two days were... The highs were 15, which is a pass, but it is not a... Um, right. It's not a great roll. Today we did pretty darn good. We know where we're going now. Yes. Uh, and we're going to the tribe because uh, I'm Okay. Need so supplies. we're going to roll some damage dies, dies, and I want you guys to tell me when you decide to take to stop for a short rest. Okay. So hour one. Everyone takes two points of cold damage. Hour two, you take two points of cold damage. Hour three, you take one point of cold damage. Hour four, you take two points of cold damage. Emma's going to check in with people. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. Besides free, everyone's got the chattering teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's keep going. Okay. Hour five, you take two points of cold damage. Hour six, you take one point of cold damage. Roll me perception checks. Do we have to be proficient in the perception check? No. Oh, I got an 11. I got a 12. Four. Come on, Emma. Go, Emma, go, Emma. 21. Oh, yeah. Almost uh, highest Emma can get. <laughs> oh, did I roll with the wrong bot? I used the wrong command. I think. You no, know, you look like you got it right. Oh, and that twenty. Alright, you say it in a half. Okay, so for half are doing well. For those who rolled above a ten. You guys can see what looks like, uh, like uh, smoke in the distance, and it kind of looks like a like a big campfire. Those that rolled over a twenty, you can actually see not just the smoke from the fire, but it appears to be in like a, a small, like dip in the mountain range a little bit, where this could be the tribe. Okay, and we've been traveling for about six hours now. Yes. So, it's... If you continue traveling... If you can tr continue traveling at the rate you're going, you could get there by nightfall. Okay. Okay. How many people that? How much damage have we taken so far? Ten. Ten. Okay, that's what I thought. We've taken ten points of damage in six hours. Mm -hmm. I mean, I say we keep pushing. We'll heal up when we get there. You can also if take a short rest. That is an option. Sure. I know. We're, we're good. Okay. Are you short? I'm good. Y'all good? Oh, yeah. Good. All right. Oh, all right. We push. Push. Okay. Traveling six more hours. Okay. 
over the course of the six hours. Let's see, that'll be one, one, two, so four, six, eight, nine. Nine more points of cold damage. Okay. And as you guys get closer and closer to this camp, you know, you're noticing it as it gets darker, starting to get a little a little snowy, a little a little foggy, nothing crazy. You can still see, you know, outwards about a hundred feet, but after that things start to get wispy. Emma, don't like this. And you guys uh, have headed in the direction that you believe the tribe was. Romy perception again. Thirteen. Fifteen. Nine. Sixteen for Cornelius. I almost said uh. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> twelve. And so you guys are walking, you know, through this this lightly wooded area. You're right around where you think this camp should be, and there doesn't appear to be a a camp. It's a trap. Og, with that 16... (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Cornelius, with that 16, you notice something in the snow. And you kind of bend down to grab it or look at it or whatever. And you swipe away and it's an orc body. That's bad. Snaps. Okay, Emma is going to urge the group back. Um, is it like a clearing here or are we still under the trees? You're still under the trees enough that it provides a little bit of, you know, a little bit of shelter from what would be storms or or snow. But you or haven't Emma's worried about cover as well. Like that's a dead orc body. Yeah, how does how does it look like it's dead? Uh would someone like to roll a medicine check? Yes, Emma will. Okay. We're actually doing this. Torb, uh, is, Torb is going to draw his long sword and uh, get close to Cornelius. Uh, medicine. Oh, look at that. That was kind of nice medicine. Uh, a 20. Dirty 20. Okay, there, there are a few things that happen as you start to look at the, at the body of this orc. The first thing you notice as you start to clear away more snow is it looked like it receives the killing blow is some sort of slashing uh, weapon across its chest. And you, with that 20, you can actually see that there was burning, like it burned the skin where the weapon slashed down its body and then was left here to just rot and because it's so cold up here, it just froze. 
But as you're checking the body, you also notice that one of its legs was tore off. But it wasn't tore off in a, like, a fighting, like, it was separated after the body died. Something is using this orc for food. Neil, uh, Cornelius is gonna take out his shield and his rapier and he's gonna say, look alive, Tor, we might have some company. You got it, boss. Should I make a tidy hut? Nothing can yes. get in. Ooh, yes. a tidy hut? How did you uh, know? We've slept in it before. It's a tiny hut. It's okay. It's great. You can just um, make it? I I cast tiny, tiny hut, and he starts under the trees in the cover. After a minute, there's a nice arcane blue hut, and in the inside, it's warm and dry, and comfy. Whoa, that's awesome! I've never seen a spell like that before. Yeah, magic is so amazing. <laughs> slept in it last night. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna ignore it. We're just gonna pretend this is the first night he's seen it. You know, we'll just, yeah, let's go a little back in time. Um, <laughs> oh, I um, love done with the drapes. <laughs> I, I recommend it from you, don't you know? <laughs> Guys, Recommend. Wait, so are you saying? Now. Oh, this party is something else. It, okay, okay. <laughs> Emma is trying to get the party to go into the tiny hut to rest yeah. because it is the night is falling. We can't do anything for this half frozen, being eaten orc. Yep. <sighs> and we're nothing can get us in the tiny hut. Correct. Nine creatures of medium size. Or smaller can fit inside the dome with you. Um. Okay. Yeah, but can anything get all creatures and objects are barred from passing through it? Okay. Uh, spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. The atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry, regardless of the weather outside. Fantastic. Let's get inside and rest. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's nightfall. We tried to get to the orc village that is maybe not an orc village, and we will check it out in the daylight hours rather than staying around at dusk with yeah. things that I are diurnal have advantage on us. Alright. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so you guys are getting some sleep. Wait until uh, the sun comes up. Yep. Yeah. Is everyone going to sleep or is anyone taking a watch? I'll take a first watch. Emma, Emma always takes last watch. So I'll take middle watch. Okay. And once again, Jake's character's not gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'm taking watch for him. It's my boss, I'm taking watch for him. Ah, okay. It's canonical now. 
Torben. Yes. As you're hanging out inside, I'm assuming you're inside the hut. Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know why I would be outside the hut. Okay. So the hut, it is transparent from the outs, from the inside looking out. Which oh, is that's important. creepy as hell. Okay. But it is opaque from the outside looking in. So you guys can see out. Nothing can see in. That's creepy as hell. I like that nobody can see in. I thought you were going to say that it was actually transparent. And I was like, that's going to be scary. But... Okay. So, Ugh, as like you're that. sitting there taking watch, you kind of hear a <sighs> thuh, thuh. Make a perception check. Oh no. That'll be a 22. Okay. As you're watching, I mean, it's dark out. The the with it mm-hmm. being cloudy and having gotten a little bit of snow, there's no stars, there's no moon, like it is dark. And all of a sudden, you know, you just hear like this very much Jurassic Park, you know, when you hear the T Rex walking closer, you know? Yeah. Through, through, all of a sudden, through the darkness, you see these red eyes look at the dome. Uh, this is so creepy. And this creature walks over. It is a giant size. I mean, we're talking 15, 16 feet tall. And it kind of you know, gets, I would say, within about 10 feet of this dome. And all you can still see are just the red eyes as it's looking. I don't want to wake anybody up because I'm afraid they'll make a sound and then they'll, they'll start attacking us. And then it so. starts to walk away. Uh, it knows we're here. It, it noticed that. Sh- and you hear it grab something. And you hear what sounds like dragging uh, away. Okay. okay. And that's all that happens that night. Uh, well, uh, when the when the watch switches over to Pansy, Pansy, are you presenting as an elf right now? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, Tobin's gonna be like. I've known a lot of elves, but uh, they've always been elves that live in the Fey. I've never actually met an elf that... Well, I guess I should ask. Were you born on this plane or in the, in the Fey wild? Uh, uh, well, uh... <laughs> Is it that's a difficult a, question? That's a complicated question. Okay. See, uh, I'm, a, I'm a planar warrior. What is that? I can travel between planes. I see. What is your, if I may ask, if, it's, if I may not, then that's fine. Your original plane. 
as far as I remember, this one. Okay. So you, so so you are from this plane. You are not from the Feywild. I believe so. I would love to talk to you more about, uh, like the culture of elves here. I've spent a lot of time around elves in the Feywild. Even had a fling with one once, and mm. uh, he was very. Uh, let's call it connected. Uh, I didn't know about it. Yes, and so I learned much of their culture. I'd love to, to hear about what culture is like here in the uh, wilderness of the elves. Well, um, I've spent a lot of time among the elves myself, and Pansy is going to kind of like let her changeling thing kind of wash over her like tiles. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Oh, funky. Okay, so yeah. you're revealing that you're a, t- a changeling? I'm revealing that I'm a changeling. Oh, then Torben is going to clap wildly and have a broad smile on his face and say, Oh, what a uh, trick. So you are not an elf? No, I just look like one most days. Well, I need not tell you now that I've shared my, my own uh, story, I rather love the form of an elf. <laughs> their grace Hi. is mm. well even better though that is amazing <laughs> you, can you be anything you want to be pretty much what a useful skill I, I, must, I must say I would use it for and he, uh, he gives you like a side eye look like a flirtatious side eye uh, <laughs> for Naughty means. Most <laughs> At this point, Emma groans in her sleep and rolls over. <laughs> the thing, the creature that was outside the tiny hut rolls its eyes so hard. <laughs> oh. Well. Ah. Uh, I will let you get to your watch and I will take my rest now. But, Did anything uh, interesting happen? It, oh, yes. I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's laughing and, and, and he's talking laughs. He says, oh yeah, a giant creature, massive, huge, bigger than the house, uh, with glowing red eyes, stopped by, looked at our house, and then grabbed something in the night. I can only assume it's probably the dead body we happened upon or some other poor sap. Um, and I've heard the dra- sound of dragging, so I presume it dragged it away to make it its meal. Interesting. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure if that was worth noting or not. Yeah. Um, so, my favorite enemy is giants. If this is a giant creature, would I know what kind of giant creature would piecemeal off an orc to eat and has red glowing eyes? Um, yep. And possibly vision to see through us. Uh-huh. I would. Mm, I don't think it's enough information. I mean, yeah, huge creature, red eyes. Like, that's not enough information to roll on. Eats orc. Be honest I mean, with you, I thought it was. So. I mean, a lot of a lot of things can eat orc. I mean, even humans okay. could eat orc in a pinch if they needed to. 
Okay. Or she definitely uh, eats. Looks hey, at him. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> I eat out at work. <clears throat> oh my god. Wow. <laughs> you I got myself one. into a golf. And, and here <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take my watch. <laughs> yes. And uh, Tor's going to wish you a very good night and with a wink and head to bed. All right. We thought Cal T was bad. Yep. <laughs> Oh no, his character is way worse. Kyle, uh, Kyle, let it be known that if I killed Calty, he would he would build a character that would flirt and or have relations with every NPC. So I did say that. Yep. My barbarian has a very high charisma because why not? I shouldn't say very high, but it's it's pretty high. It's, it's, it's high for a barbarian. It's oh, probably it's... way better than Emma's at eight. I... Most barbarians have like a negative to their charisma. Yeah, yeah. you mean like Emma? He made he made his dump stat dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dump stat's intelligence, big time intelligence, which is why. Yep. Yeah. All right. Oh so my goodness. Second, anyway. second, and third watch are both uneventful. Does uh, Pansy pass on what yes. Torben saw? Okay. Yep. Giant thing, red eyes, drug away a body. Damn it, I forgot to see if that orc had furs. We need stuff for the cold. We need to eat that it. Good idea. Are there any animals around that we could kill and in? Not that you're seeing. It's almost like they're hiding or have run away. Or been eaten. Or, or being hunted. Yeah, uh, Especially the dragons that they yeah. And whatever this thing is. Alright. Unless this thing is the dragon, I guess we will find out soon enough. Some dragons can shapeshift, so... Did uh, did Torben get a good look at the creature, or all he saw was the eye? I passed on everything I got. I should have I should have asked, but does the satyr have dark vision? Oh, that's a good question. I don't actually know. I usually pick things with dark vision because I think it's dumb not to. Uh, but I I wanted to make a whimsical character, so I kind of didn't even think. So we all that. got long rested, right? Yeah. Traits. Yes. I don't think I do. Then yes, he would have not gotten a good look other than the glowing red eyes standing 15, 16 feet tall. Um, That's going to be terrifying to see in the dark. Yeah, no, I don't think I do. Interesting. I have a lot of other things that I can do. Are all, do all Fae has, have dark vision? Like, is that something? No. Okay, then I don't... Think. It, it would be it would be near senses. your yeah it would be in your senses tab under your passive perception if you had it yeah where it says additional sense types you would have something that said dark vision 
I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I don't see an additional sense. Then you don't have it. If you don't have any additional senses, it doesn't even say anything. Gotcha. That's it. Okay. I mean, I got enough. I've got ram, magical resistance, mirthful leaps. So. Okay. Well, the next morning, you guys got a nice long rest. You come out of the tiny hut. It disappears, you know, seven hours or eight hours after being casted. And you see, uh, you know, a s- slight impressions of something as you guys got, you know, a little bit of snow over the night. But a very obvious drag mark of the orc that you found yesterday. And what of where this, where we thought we saw a village, or at least an encampment? What of that? Is it clear enough for us to see? Roll some perception checks. Perception. Perception. Eight, Ooh, not good for Torben. Four. I ain't still dick. Oh, <laughs> 18 for Emma. You can't even see your own dick. <laughs> uh, Pansy I, and I Emma. You guys, as you're looking around, you know, looking at this body of this orc, you start looking through the trees and everything. You see a clearing further ahead, and you can see what appears to have been a camp, like a, 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 a nomadic village. Does it look like anything Emma remembers? Do you get closer? Because it does not look... Cautiously, yes. It, as you start approaching... You see the remnants of a destroyed village. As you begin walking forward, like you can see that there were once hide huts that look like they've been burned down or destroyed. You see orcs lying dead in, you know, piles of snow, partially covered, etc. You also see several dead fire giants. You see things that have been knocked over and destroyed. Roll, everyone, roll investigation. Even oh, oh, snap! Oh, my goodness! Oh, um, I'm That's gonna use this roll. I'm gonna use my insight instead. Halfling luck. Fifteen. I'd like to steal a life for this episode. I think these guys are dead. (laughs) Yeah. As you guys are looking around, I mean, you know that there's a dragon in the area. Maybe the dragon attacked. Mm -mm. Uh, Torben and Viridian. It it doesn't make sense to you as you guys, you know, all you know is that there's a dragon in the area that's causing problems. There's a reward for it. These... These creatures weren't killed by a dragon. They they killed each other. The giants and the orcs killed each other. I was I was I was gonna say like with Emma knowing that there was a like the weapon burned the orc that she did with the medicine check. She would she's actually going to presume 
that the giants came to kill the orcs because they didn't finish helping and the giants didn't get what they wanted out of the village and it's all her fault. That's that's a that's a really good assumption. Well, I guess we don't have to kill it. I don't actually say that. I do not actually say that. That's super insensitive. Yeah, because you don't know why they are killing up here to kill a dragon anyway. Just fucking around. I'm gonna look over to Emma and say, "Did we take too long to get here? Are we too late?" And Emma is just she's kind of like shaking slightly as she's walking around and she's just not hearing anything other than than seeing all this and and kind of half trying to see if her mom is there among the bodies roll a perception check I mean, she has such vague memories of her mom. I mean, this is like a, a needle in a haystack. Yeah. Impossible. In fact, I want I want everyone to roll either a perception or investigate, whichever one is higher. Nat 20. Nat 20. Whoa. That is. I mean, is there even a point of rolling? Because Nat 20. <laughs> Andy, let's go. Right? We both got Nat 20s Whoa. plus 6. Can I just say you're both very concerned about Emma? Can I just say that we? I'm a dead body. Oh my god! Um, we've rolled a lot of nat twenties for no attacks yet. I am not excited about that. We're getting them out of the way. That's what's happening. You guys have also you guys have also rolled a lot of natural ones so far today too on skill checks. So out of the way too. Medium rolls. Emma, you're um probably struggling through this so vague so you know maybe having memories flashback of a time where you were Emin the little orc and maybe following and then, like she it's hard to see because her eyes are filling with tears mm-hmm. as well so there's like a lot like it's just hard to see it's just yeah yeah so yeah uh, Pansy and Viridian, you guys with those natural 20s find four sets to each of usable heavy fur clothing. Uh, I'm gonna bring a set to Emma. I'll say, bring a set. Go ahead. I'm gonna say I'm sure they would want us to at least stay warm. Cornelius, you find one as well uh, with your total of a 19. And Pansy, as you're, uh, you know, wrapping Emma up, you and Emma both simultaneously come across a scene of a young half-orc and a human woman that looked like they were slain together. Oh no. Uh. Is there a family resemblance? There is a little bit of family resemblance. This human long, has black long hair. black hair, just like Emma. Oh, oh no, no. Oh. As I wrap the furs around her, I'm, I'm just going to squeeze her a little, like a hug, kind of, as we look at 
that awful. And Emma is going to roar. And she'll throw down her pack. She'll pull her papa out of the bag of holding. And set them down. Set him down next to her mom and little brother. And scream again. She's just gonna be there. Just gonna stand next to her, like with my arm kind of halfway around her. What's uh going through everyone's head? I mean, you know, Torben and Cornelius, like you guys know that the giants have been up to no good lately, but you know butchering an entire village by fire giants? I mean, fire giants are usually the more lawful of giants, you know, butchering women and children, not normally their style. Well, can I ask a question that's kind of um, out of game? Yeah. Are we aware of the problem within the orphanage? You and Cornelius are not, but Emma and Pansy are. Yeah, yeah, I knew that, but so, okay, perfect. Okay. So, uh, to answer your question, how Torben's feeling, can I just RP a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Torben's gonna respectfully stay behind Emma and not engage with that because clearly they know their friend better than he does. And he's simply gonna ask, uh, I-, I don't know a lot about giants, but what I do know is this seems gratuitous even for them. Is is there a reason that you all know of why the giants would be would act out of nature so, thusly? Uh, I'm gonna take a few steps okay. away from Emma and uh, I'm going to briefly explain to Torben and Cornelius uh, and probably Viridian as well about the their their god is basically like MIA and they've all gone a little haywire I see then if this is the case maybe for the sake of all people we need to do something about that yes uh, Emma uh, and I now have more in common than we thought and she's going to turn to Emma and say I lost my mother to giants as well which is why they're my favorite Emony Cornelius is going to chime up and say well it sounds like to me that the only good giant is a dead giant Amen not true there was one cloud giant he was helpful he told us did did this giant have a nose? Yes. Because in my my experience, uh, all the bad guys don't have noses. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure experience you're talking from, but if you say so. (laughs) Freeze frame for a second. I'm talking about 
Voldemort and yes. the the other guy. Yeah. You know the meme that has like the four faces yeah, yeah. and they don't have freaking noses. They're all bad guys. <laughs> Emma is doing her best to pull herself together. Yeah. Sorry, trying to lighten the mood a little bit because, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I don't have. A good one. <laughs> we have a choice. Everyone roll a perception check. The dragon is upon us. Fourteen. Seven. Eight. Twenty-two. Big eyes you have. (laughs) (laughs) Emma and Pansy. Almost as if on cue when you start talking about Zephyros, the friendly cloud giant. You see, tumbling out of the sky, a stone tower. Wait, tumbling? Tumbling. Falling. Falling. falling Out of the sky. How close is it going to be to us when it hits? It is. And does it look like the tower that we were on? It does look like Zephyros' tower. And it Uh, looks like it will be somewhere in this mountain range. Uh, and Corbin is grabbing Cornelius and running the other way. And you see two eagle-looking creatures flying around it. Oh, we should have killed those bad bastards when we had And the they, they are flying away. Now that they have confirmed that it is crashing, they are flying away. And they don't have him on there with him because he'd be noticeable. He's huge. So they uh, don't have him. You do uh, with the with the 22 pansy. Mm-hmm. It was there are two storm giants or two uh, cloud giants riding on what appear to be rocks that are leaving that tower. Okay. So he may have survived. No, 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 no. These are different cloud giants. They're storm giants. Yeah, they're not. They found out that he's helpful to us. They're they're hurting. They're killing Zephyros. They're killing Zephyros, but there's like... I mean, it's it's tumbling out of the sky. We don't have the magic to stop it from tumbling out of the sky. We probably can't even get to where it's crashing fast enough to even help him. Right? Like, that's what Emma was trying to assess. Like, if it would even be close enough for them to get to within, like, hours. Which you, it doesn't sound like it is. If you if you double-time it, you might be able to. I mean, as, you've, as you watch it fall down into the Sword Mountains, you know, it, it crashes in the mountains. It's, if you move quickly, it's maybe a day's journey. And Emma's going to look at Pansy. And be, I'm like Emma's basically gonna look at Pansy with that. Are we heading that way? Like, are we like just kind of like I'm ready to run if you are. I'm gonna cast pass without a trace, and say we need to move with haste. Now, let's go. No explanation to anybody else in the party. Pansy and Emma take off towards that crashing castle. Yup. 
You guys coming? Viridian, Torben, Cornelius. Viridian goes um, as fast as she can after Emma. I think uh, I think that Cornelius would follow too, because uh, you know these guys kind of saved his butt. He doesn't want to be left out here alone. <laughs> Halflings are race. Halflings' speed is wasted on distance. We're natural sprinters. I got no knees, man. Slow down. Torben, you coming with? Did we lose uh, Torben? Oh, there we no, go. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, Torben is going to see his boss running after him. He's going to have a huge smile on his face. He's like, woo, here we go. Party time. He's going <laughs> to run with a, four, a speed of 45. I assume he's significantly faster than Cornelius. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna and, and pretty much everybody. And everyone, everyone. He's going to, as he's running by, going to scoop up his boss and carry him as he's running, full smile, laughing all the way. You're not me. <laughs> I can't carry two people. I, well, let's see. Am I going to make a strength check if I want to carry two people? I mean, they're both halflings, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll 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 allow it. Okay, he picks up her too, and he's just smiling and laughing as he's running. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Can we do the? Can we do the? Uh, grab some something to make my way. So we do like the flip with the legs. Oh my god! I don't think oh. you're tall enough for you and him to do that together. I don't know. He's got a really good acrobatics. Oh, it's not the acrobatics I'm worried about. It's the height. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, how tall is Torben? You, know, you guys might be able to do it with uh, Emma, but... I was going to say, you guys could be like shin warmers for us. Yeah, yeah um... <laughs> Five. Running with two halflings attached to her legs. He'd be extra warm. Yeah, I'd say if we if we got the, the clothes, the, the heavy clothing, I would give the top, like the shirt to Torben, and I would keep the bottom, because he has furry legs. <laughs> 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 well, well, Torben found his own clothing, so we actually oh have enough gosh. like warm weather clothing for all of yeah. us now. Yep. Thank goodness. Yep. Um, would give a set. Uh, all right, so you guys and once take more, off. Emma runs away from tragedy. Yeah, once more, Emma runs away from tragedy before she has time to process everything that she's feeling. And uh, we'll see if you guys get to Zephyros in time. Next week. Next week.